Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. But it was just the whole, uh, and just try the dick again. <laughs> but, just try the dick again. I'm sorry, I just came across something on Twitter, and I'm going to retweet it. But they said, I'm thinking of, um, this is from uh, at Sense Spaces. It says, I'm thinking about getting a crowdfunding thing going on to save the statue. Who'd back it? And it's a statue of fucking Sonic the Hedgehog, like old as shit, dude. <laughs> and it's like by a train yard, <laughs> bro. I'd fucking, I'd fucking, I'd put that shit in my yard. Well, it's like the uh, remember years ago where they were going to build that statue of RoboCop in Detroit. They never did that. I don't know if they ever did or not. How does how does Detroit have enough money to build a statue? <laughs> let's be real, don't you think it's they, out of they, ice it dissolves and like? Let's just, <laughs> I think. No disrespect to Detroit or anyone who lives there, but I feel that money could be spent for something a little bit better than a fucking statue of Robocop. <laughs> Let LA make that silly shit. Well, yeah, they could be, but why would you? It could be made for, you know. You make an excellent point. You know, why would you spend it on something else? You make an excellent <laughs> point. Oh, man. <laughs> Have we even introed the podcast? No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're good. Speaking well, <laughs> of bullshitting for too long. <laughs> right, I know, right? <laughs> Welcome everybody to the Lazy Geeks Podcast, our weekly podcast that discuss top news from the world of entertainment, gaming, comics, and technology. This is for the week of April eighth, two thousand eighteen. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam. So uh how how you digging on that uh that that uh upgrade in um in society <laughs> stupid <laughs> the um, dlc pack you know because it's this, no it's this is so this is this is this is your loop your uh loot box you yeah. paid you paid and got a cosmetic here's, life here's upgrade funny thing. this is this is the first week that i'm just living here like i'm not i'm not like moving and driving back and forth all types of dumb shit and it's nice there's a there's a coffee shop uh it's called black rock coffee i guess it's a chain i didn't know that but they're all over the um the west coast delicious okay better friendly than people is it better than duncan i mean it's better if you want something special but i mean regular <laughs> coffee's regular fucking coffee you know what i mean 
because I get the they have Irish coffee on the menu, hmm. and it's it's got Irish cream and it's fucking foamed out and shit, and I get that. So that place is cool, and they're opening a Filiberto's right next to it, which you know, that's nice, I guess. Don't know. Um, it, but, okay, I'm surrounded by fucking shopping, like it's. There's a mall. It's called Superstition Springs Mall. Because you live in a white neighborhood. This place is fucking huge. <laughs> like, they, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm walking around. And then the funny thing is I'm surrounded by all this. And, and it's normal shopping, classy shopping, all of it. But then I got a Target. It's not a super Target. I'm like, for real? Like, what are we? <laughs> Missed opportunity here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Am I the there's only one gro- that sees the, adva- the financial advantage here? <laughs> right. So here's the biggest. There's a grocery store um, in Arizona called Whole Fries. Oh, okay. No, Whole Foods. <laughs> the grocery store called Fries. Fries is a great grocery. I love it. And it's local spot. We have a fries here. But it sells yeah, electronics. Huh? That's not the fries I'm talking about. I'm talking about fries, food, and drug. Um, and they have this thing called a fries marketplace on my side of town. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this ain't a grocery <laughs> store. I walked into this place. It's got groceries, of course, and it's a bigger area. They have a, a little medical clinic in there that you can get like vaccinations and some other stuff going on in there. They have the whole they have all your fucking um, bathroom and beauty products and makeup and shit. Then you go over to to the deli. Oh, I'm sorry. It doesn't say deli. It says delicatessen. Oh, right. Yeah. Real classy. You know, they they bought the extra letters. That's what happens when people know how to spell it. (laughs) Right. There's a whole um, sushi and Chinese-Japanese fusion fucking bar going on in the corner. There's a counter that someone always is working at dedicated to cheese. (laughs) They'll slice cheese. They'll grate cheese, whatever you need. There is a bar in the middle of this fucking place. And it sells sells a few, like, like Budweiser Miller, but it sells all... Arizona brewed beers, which some of them are actually pretty good. I'm like, oh, word? Like, <laughs> I'm going to come. I was like, hey, babe, when you go shopping, <laughs> this is where you find me at. Yeah, right. You can go over to the – they have a grill area on the um, on the butcher. You could say, hey, let me get that cut of steak real quick. Why don't you grill that up real quick for me? And he'll grill it, and you can go over to the bar and eat that bitch. Shit. I'm like, they doing a little too much, dude. <laughs> that's what that's that shit. Then um today I got my security system installed. So Oh, that's right. It was today, wasn't it? Right. Let a motherfucker come through. <laughs> Let a motherfucker come through. <laughs> um <laughs> and they and they put the little sign out front and I was joking with the dude cuz it says protected by Cox Home Life or whatever. <laughs> and I go, "You know, all I really needed was this fucking sign." <laughs> right. People think I got some fucking <laughs> shit and they ain't going through. Um, so I got that installed. Right now, just one camera and then um, sensors on all the windows and doors because they were, they came with it. The, the house, that was already in the house. Right. Um, and then I'll add fucking smart locks and, and fucking uh, the smart thermostat. Just, it's like Apple product. Everything's got smart in, in front of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but then this weekend, yeah, man, we just did, did some grocery shop. Like we we're we feel odd in this neighborhood. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, you feel it's like a people, little, you feel like people are watching you. They're watching me, but they're watching me to see if they can help me with something. That's <laughs> it's it's really fucking strange. Like and and they're they're still Arizona's an interesting place. Okay, 
in the Phoenix, the metropolitan area, the whole valley. So you'll have these – you'll have bad neighborhoods, of course. But even in the good areas, there's these small pockets um, of meth heads, okay? <laughs> and, and it's like it's, – it's usually a rundown trailer park. Mm. And I have one close to my neighborhood. It's, it's a couple blocks down. And it's, sur- it's surrounded by nothing, like some dirt lots. And, and there's this, this small – Well, yeah, because they don't usually like to attract attention. Right. There's a small cohesion of um, if any if any of thank you if any I'm in a nicer neighborhood now. Yeah, now you can use the now you can any, afford to use that language. <laughs> if any of you have seen the Ready Player One movie, it's it's the stack after it's been uh, <laughs> demolished. All the fucking trailers laid out, and and every once in a while if you go to Walmart or or something like that, you not the fries. They don't <laughs> please. They don't go to the fries. But if you go to Walmart, typical methy stores right you'll see them like we went to dollar tree, dollar tree today um, you just had to fe- did you have to feel normal while you went there no oh, fuck you i'm <laughs> trying to save some money um <laughs> we went to dollar tree and we saw like we saw a dude that was obviously a meth head and the weird thing is though unlike my neighborhood when you see a meth head in my old neighborhood he'll look at you like what the fuck you doing here in this neighborhood they already know they don't belong <laughs> like they look like quasi fucking moto. Like they're just kind of just trying to get my things and leave. Like right. they they don't want to be there. So they want to attract attention. My neighborhood's super quiet. I, I'm the most dangerous human being standing on that fucking street. That's a guarantee. <laughs> like I, the every single person I've seen is either a woman, like a like a like a a white mother. Okay, because you're like a woman. Like you do not have those where you were. <laughs> no, like a nice like a nice. They hood rats out here, all right? That's what I'm saying. Um, a child and a polite child. So I saw a kid. I saw a group of kids walking up. And I'm like, these motherfuckers are going to talk some shit. And one of them will catch these fucking hands. Like, that's a guarantee. Three boys, I think they were all like 12, 13. And they go, good morning, sir. I was like, morning. And I'm just looking at them waiting. Fucking do something. You stick they your hand. You, you stick your hand under your shirt and go do something. Do something. They say, <laughs> they say good morning, sir. And they fucking just smiled at me, and kept on kept it moving. I hey, was like, hey, hey, kids. I don't know if you guys know, but stay away from the the house with the guy and the cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't be going over there. And just, you see that I, Cox Home Life sign outside mine? Don't be fucking up. All right. <laughs> I got you on camera. Just if you go through the back. <laughs> I ain't got the front camera on though yet. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's nice. Everything in the house works. The AC is the same in every fucking room. I deserve this. That's what I'm trying to say. I work my fucking ass off. And now I got to work some real fucking overtime uh, for the rest of the month. Because <laughs> them install fees for some of this shit? Yep. You best believe. <laughs> And also being that we moved in four days, yeah. like looked at place, found place and moved in four days, which means there was some other shit that was still lingering that needed to be paid right. that we kind of put on the back burner. So I'm going to be working about 12 hour days <laughs> and Saturdays <laughs> for at least a pay period. And my wife's also working hard, too. So we're going to we're going to be pulling in some dough. Well, that's and, good. you know, that's what we do. Yeah. It's what we do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is how we roll. <laughs> oh. I'm drinking Bitch, my don't meal. Don't kill my vibe. 
Bitch, don't, Bitch kill, don't kill my, my vibe. <laughs> I've been energy from two planets away. And if you turn in, if you tune into the away team later this week, Jordy is going to be singing that song straight up. <laughs> oh, and then, oh, another thing. So my homie Ariel's coming through. <laughs> this motherfucker, Ariel. First of all, is loud as fuck. Like when he speaks, he's just loud. Like sometimes I got to be, hey man, can we bring it down to an inside <laughs> voice? Because you heard my fucking ears. Um, he came up with music blaring. <laughs> that hood fucking music too. Like I walk, walk it, like I talk it. Hey, walk it, like I talk it. I was like, bruh, in this neighborhood, that's what we do. Oh, he's like, oh, you bougie now. Because you was bumping to this shit would be yesterday on the way to work. And I was like, not here. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. Yeah, you could tell because otherwise, you'd be like, yeah, fuck you. But now in your neighborhood, you're like, not here. Not here. <laughs> we are not Listen, doing that in this neighborhood, sir. I don't have an accent in this neighborhood. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> My name is Adam Riley. <laughs> Hello. Is it me you're looking for? <laughs> I can see it in your, your eyes. <laughs> I can see it in your, your smile. smile. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. If they don't know Lionel Richie, they can suck this dick. Because <laughs> he's a national treasure. I mean, come on. Is it me I'm looking for? <laughs> I can see you in your eye. <laughs> <laughs> that song, like, there was one time I was singing that song bad, poorly, and I was drunk. <laughs> and I was singing along to that song, and I just, look, I was young. <laughs> I just recently broke up with a chick. Right. I was like, I can see it in your eyes. I think I was tearing up. I, was like, I can see it in your smile. <laughs> my voice, I just stopped. Stop it. Oh, Hello. Man. <laughs> oh, man. What we find ourselves watching on YouTube. What do you find yourself watching on YouTube, Steve? Uh, <laughs> that dark web motherfucker. <laughs> it's weird. Because, like, you know, you it always starts off where it's like, it's okay. Like it's, you know, it, it's, it's that kind of thing where you're just kind of like, oh, you know, watching a trailer or, you know, some video or something, you know, gaming, movie related, something like that. But have you ever let YouTube like just go? Bro, if, can I tell a story real quick about this? <laughs> go it happened it. a couple months ago. So yes, I have done that. Like I'll watch uh, I'll watch like D&D tutorial videos and learn a couple things and fall asleep. I woke up about four o'clock in the morning and I'm not looking at the TV. I just, and, and I hear, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I look for my glasses. I put them on. I look at the screen. It's one of them AMSR fucking <laughs> videos, but it ain't, you know how they're usually like a super hot chick. Yeah. It's a dude. Oh, and he's like, at the mic going I'm like Donald Duck in that motherfucker I'm like what the fuck dude I ain't never got up so fast in my goddamn life I couldn't go back to sleep yeah, it was Saturday <laughs> I, was like, fuck. I know it's it's one of those things where because like on um because I I'm, I don't know if I mentioned it on this show before but sometimes I need background noise to go to sleep yes um not, and not I even, need something. Yeah, not even just a fan, because some people could be like, well, if I have a fan on, I'm good. No, I kind of need something kind of audible, but just something I don't. So I'll go on my on YouTube on my Apple TV. And Apple TV, you know, it does the same thing like everything else. When you put on a YouTube video, you know, it does the curation bit. And then, right. like, I, I went on there one time, and I was trying to, oh, it was, 
they sometimes they're cool because they have like old shit on there, like old TV shows. And I saw this one and it was talking about something about Bin Laden or something like that. So I was, I was watch, I kind of had it on, watched a little bit, fell asleep, woke up in the morning and I just, I woke up like literally like four hours later and it's still going, but I'm hearing this like, uh, voices and I'm like, and like this ominous music and I get up and it's like the fucking like, uh, uh, actual voice calls put to music, but not in any context, just kind of saying like these you know, saying like they're, you know, like, you know, we're trapped up here and stuff like that, like from nine eleven mm. and shit. And I'm and I woke up. And I I'm don't want to like, hear I'm that. Like, I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's 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 uh let's just put on cable TV. Let's see what's on there and just go to sleep that way. There was another time where I I fell asleep watching YouTube and I woke up and I, I st- to this day I don't even know what it was, but it was like. A scene, and I can't find it again. Like I was looking for it. It's one of those things, yeah. you know. <laughs> and um, it was <laughs> sorry. It was like a video of a lake, and it wasn't creepy. Right. It was just a video of a lake, and it wasn't just a picture. It was a lake. <laughs> Nothing was no no building. No, it was a lake in the middle of the forest. No Loch Ness. Nothing. No nothing. Just a fucking lake. But it's it's a video. It's not a still image. And there's a conversation happening, but you can't see any people. But the conversation was like in Czech. Like it was like Czech as in a language, like Czechoslovakia. Like it was in an Eastern European kind of language. And they're talking and one person, I can't, obviously I don't speak that language. One person sounds very confident and calm. And it sounds like he's explaining something to someone. Mm -hmm. The other person sounds terrified. <laughs> like if someone had a knife right at your eye. Like a hostage like that, situation going. Right. <laughs> and I'm listening to and, – and I hear every once in a while, I start listening and my eyes are bugged out, bro. <laughs> I start listening and I hear like – like the dude will speak up and the other one will go – and then start explaining it again. And I was like, I'm – I don't <laughs> – I don't think I'm supposed to watch this. Like <laughs> I'm not supposed to. But, sh- I'm not supposed to be sure. I'm supposed to be listening. To it. So many fucking questions. Because <laughs> I'm like, what's this lake have to? And it wasn't even. It wasn't a lake at night or anything. It looked nice. It looked like it was one in the afternoon. You know, I was like, like you're thinking, what's going on behind the camera? That's what almost yeah. And oh, it almost felt like I'm watching a live feed <laughs> at like a lake somewhere. Yeah. And I should probably help, like call or I don't know. I was freaking out, dude. And that was back when, um, like YouTube was new. Oh yeah. Like I had fallen asleep at my desk, and it 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 was way back in the day. It wasn't. I was like, I can't. <laughs> I don't. I don't ever want to hear this again. Like it freaks <laughs> me the fuck out. I don't think I. I don't even think I fucking watched YouTube for a while. <laughs> Like I was like, they got just some dark shit going on here, and I don't want to be a part of it. The dark side of YouTube. Ugh. Oh man. Uh. Well, our main story this week is going to be about the reasoning for the YouTube shooting. But before that, why don't we talk about some headlines? So, in entertainment news. AMC, the largest operator of movie theaters in the country, no longer thinks MoviePass 
the service offering a movie ticket per day for just $6.95 a month is bad for business. The movie subscription service has now made peace with AMC and covers all of its theaters, The Hollywood Reporter confirmed. The move follows MoviePass adding Mark Cuban's landmark theaters to its list of cinemas its customers can utilize and shaving another dollar off a subscription to bring the price to $6.95 per month. With MoviePass, newly monthly New monthly subscribers can get one ticket per day. The ticket subscription service earlier re- retaliated against AMC by cutting off 10 AMC locations for MoviePass app, including the New York, Los Angeles, and San Francisco, even as the subscribers had access to 91% of all theaters in America. AMC Entertainment CEO Adam Aaron ha- in March said MoviePass's business model was unsustainable and added, we don't see where those, those numbers add up. The theaters and studios don't miss out on revenue as MoviePass pays full price for tickets that it gives to its subscribers. Its business model being that it can partner with exhibitors and studios for marketing concession and whatever else it thinks of it thinks of. uh, Try that again. Any whatever else it thinks of once it's gained customer once it gains customers. But even as MoviePass subscribers get access to all AMCs, it's understood that mega exhibitors and the subscription service are no longer in talks on the green to give MoviePass a cut of concession and other auxiliary business to bring in more people to into theaters. Well, I mean, it, it and this I always thought was kind of interesting because this happened, I think it was February, when uh, MoviePass got rid of some... Mostly it was in heavy tourist locations mm-hmm. um, and uh, that it cut out because I noticed AMC in uh, Universal City, they didn't take it any anymore there. So I guess they were trying to leverage saying, hey, a lot of people use us. So, you know, um, do this, that or the other thing. But one of the everybody knows that movie chains make money off concessions. Yeah, that's their business. They Big don't, time. Money. It's just expensive as fuck. Yeah, that they don't make money off the tickets. You know, it's like they make money off the concessions. So, you know, giving them a concession, giving the ticket, the ticket is more. It, that's a cover charge. Yeah, that's the like that's to get the into the building. That's the studio. Right. You know, they but, don't give a fu- that fucking building. Don't give a fuck about that. No, they want to get you on the concessions. That's why it costs us eighty dollars for a, a small popcorn. And that's why they're like fucking Gestapo. If you're trying to sneak something in, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why you always go with a girl and a big ass purse because they can't search. They won't search the purses. Right. My fucking my aunt used to bring in chicken wings and shit. <laughs> like we were set to fuck up. You bring hot dogs all the time. Actually, it wasn't too bad over there at um, the AMC in the in the mall when it was actually a mall because they had like yeah. a food court there and people were bringing in like stuff from the food court and they never really gave you shit. You know, uh, it just was annoying when you got in the movie theater and then somebody opens up their you know their um, hot plate of like. Uh, fucking like orange chicken and you know all that shit you're just kind of like getting that waffle there you're like oh okay dude can you fucking stop that hey can y'all pause the movie i'm gonna get some food real <laughs> <Right>. quick <laughs> they over here fucking up got me thinking about some shit right <laughs> <laughs> all right so nearly 45 years after his death J.R.R. tolkien scored the biggest hollywood deal of 2017 since the british author doesn't return phone calls anymore it took a, a it took huh <laughs> what a dick yeah, I know. It took a, a phalanx. I fucking hate this word because it's not in English. I don't care. Phalanx. It took a lot of fucking lawyers <laughs> and deal makers to bring to fruition 
what is poised to be the most expensive TV show ever. On November 13th, Amazon Studios beat out Netflix for a $250 million rights deal with the Tolkien estate. Publisher HarperCollins and New Line Cinema that include a five-season commitment to bring The Lord of the Rings to the small screen. With the clock ticking, Amazon must be in production within two years, according to the terms of the pact. When production expenses like casting producers and visual effects are factored in, the series is expected to cost north of $1 billion. Within weeks of Amazon chief Jeff Bezos' directive last September to his since-ousted content chief Roy Price to bring in the next Game of Thrones. Negotiations were underway that also involved publisher HarperCollins and New Line. Greenberg Gloister is it Gloister? No. Glusker. Uh, Greenberg Glusker attorney Matt Galzor who served as the chief architect of the deal and rep the Tolkien estate was hammering out terms that included potential spinoff. This is the most complicated deal I've ever seen, Glassor says, but it was handled relatively quickly in a way that brought the parties together in a close relationship. It was tough, but everybody liked each other and felt like a team more as the deal closed. Uh, Dan Scarf. That's a cool. That's kind of a cool name. Yo, I'm hungry as fuck because of Dan Scarf. Amazon's head of television business affairs ran point (laughs) for the streaming giant new line and parent. Warner Brothers never had TV rights to rings, but Amazon may use material from the films. So New Line president and chief content officer Carolyn Blackwood and Warner Brothers Pictures Group chairman Toby Emmerich were brought into the talks. There's some fucking heavy hitters at the table for this shit, dude. You're going to see a shot where it's actually Viggo Mortensen's Aragon, you know, in right. <laughs> like, oh shit. The Tolkien book writes have a long and complicated history. Since the author originally sold rights to The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings to United Artists in 1969, they have at points passed through the hands of MGM, producer Sal uh, Zantes, and Miramax before New Line released Peter Jackson's six mega-hit adaptations starting in 2001. Those films have earned $5.85 billion worldwide at the box office, underscoring the property's enduring popularity as for whether jackson is involved in the tv series as an executive producer remains to be seen and would be up to him his uh, attorney peter nelson was not a part of the 2017 rights negotiations but rather helped start a dialogue between jackson and amazon it's very much a creature of the times nelson says of the amazon deal we are in an era where streamers are bidding up the price of programming I think Amazon is taking a page out of the studio's emphasis on franchises. They also are realizing that with the overproduction of television, you need to get the eyeballs to the screen. And you can do that with franchise titles. So far, there's no sign of Bob Weinstein or his estranged brother Harvey trying to elbow their way into the deal. The estranged brothers, the latter embroiled in and there's a sex bullshit. Their company is not involved. Yeah, the it doesn't look like gone. they're involved. I don't want to get into the fucking dumb shit. So this is a fucking – first of all, this deal never would have happened if Game of Thrones wasn't a thing. They wouldn't be dropping over a million, a billion dollars for fucking Lord of the Rings TV, TV series if it wasn't for, for, for Game of Thrones. So big ups on that. Um, I'm surprised Amazon beat out Netflix. 
but I'm honestly, I think it's better because Netflix got enough shit to watch. Yeah, and with Amazon, you know, it's something that they're gonna, they're gonna, they're needed. They needed something because right, they've, so they're they've gonna had give some, it that real special attention. Yeah, and they they've had some of their shows, and and some of their shows haven't really taken off or got the, you know, they don't have the the Stranger Things or you know any of the 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 Orange Is the New Black and all of those shows that are on Netflix right. that people go to, um, or even like uh, you know, yeah, Game of Thrones for HBO where everybody gets HBO Go. Or HBO now because they want to see Game of Thrones. You know they don't they don't have that, and they need that. And Apple is kind of and Apple is never even considered because they want everything to be kind of family friendly. And we know, you know, Lord of the Rings is not family friendly. Um, it's more family friendly than Game of Thrones is. Well, yeah, but you know, the, the, but the, it's um it's definitely teen in a lot yeah. of times. You know, but the, I the think, good I thing think about, more, the, the good thing about this though. Is that at least now they can spend a whole season on the last hour of the Return of the King, so we can see all the different endings play themselves out That's in, right. over a whole season. I think Lord of the Rings is. Um, I'm down for is it. Is adult is more adult for for the violence and um, being kind of scary sometimes for kids, yeah. but it's not like murdering babies at a whorehouse. Right, you know, and, like, just, and graphic sex just for the sake right. of graphic sex. Like Game of Thrones, look, Game of Thrones is a great television show. I had to take an extended break. I think I got into the, the middle of the third season or something because it was every time I turned an episode on, it was who's going to die and right. who's going to fuck. Right. Like, it, and it, it just got, it got old. And a lot of people are like, oh, it picks up, it picks up. I'm like, okay, well, when I start watching it again, <laughs> I'll see. But if you don't hold my attention after a couple episodes, I pretty much bow out. Well, it was like it was like the first couple of seasons of uh, True Blood, where it was always like crazy, you know, vampire sex, you know, yeah. or, or women, uh, you know, women, female nudity, or you know, and then everybody was like, I don't know, the last couple of seasons didn't have as much of that. I was like, so that's what you were turning in for. <laughs> yeah, you were tuning in to see some fucking hot chicks, fuck. Yeah. You know, I get it. You know, but that's. <laughs> right. Like that's, I'm not saying I'm not saying we should stop doing stuff like that, <laughs> but right. the, it gets old after a while. You're like, yeah. okay, I mean, it's the same thing over and over again. So, you so, know. But you know, expect that prime <laughs> that prime price to go up, which you actually, no. well, actually, it already is unless you got the year. But uh, so you know, who knows? They pro- I mean, that's that's just a huge amount of money. All right. So moving on into gaming news, I'm excited for this one. Insomniac Games Spider-Man will launch on September 7th, 2018, the studio announced. The news comes out of the cover story of this month's issue of Game Informer magazine, which offers plenty of other new details about the game. The release date makes Spider-Man one of PlayStation 4's biggest tentpoles this fall. The console exclusive is also the first Spider-Man game in years. Although it's not related to 2017's excellent Spider-Man Homecoming film, the new uh, release, the new release certainly capitalized on the reinvigorated interest of one of Marvel's most beloved properties. Also de- detailed in Game Informer are various details about the open-world action missions, combat, and crafting options. There are also, of course, side quests to check out, hopefully including some pizza delivery guy or photographic assignments. Sure, it's Spider-Man's game looks a bit more serious than the classic Spider-Man 2, but Peter Parker's all. Alter Ego is nothing if not down, um, down to clown. 
Insomniac Games also announced on the PlayStation blog that the game will receive downloadable content The City Never Sleeps following release. The three-chapter series will include additional villains, quests, and spidey suits. Buyers of the game's deluxe edition, digital deluxe edition will receive the content as part of their purchase. Insomniac hasn't revealed the release date for other buyers. There is also bonus content offered to those who pre-order either the special edition versions of the game, like a pack of mystery Spidey suits, a PlayStation Network theme, and and avatar, and a Spider-Man drone gadget. It's also a, there's also a pin thrown in there too. Hmm. I've been looking forward to this game since they teased it. You know, a couple years it ago. It looks at really E3. good. It looks amazing. Um, and then when they saw the extended gameplay last E3. I was I was really stoked for it. So, and I'm a Spider-Man fan, so this is this How is did how did Sony pull off a fucking exclusive though for Spider-Man? That's kind of crazy. I don't know. I mean, it's also kind of bullshit. <laughs> you have a PS4. Yeah, but it's in the other room. <laughs> Jesus. Just saying, it'd be cool if it was on PC. For me, you know. Yeah. But lo and behold, we have some good news. Well, maybe bad news for some people. Who knows? <laughs> the CW Network has renewed most of its TV shows, bar one. For the 2018-2019 TV lo- timeline, you can expect the following shows to blast back onto your TV screen. Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, Black Lightning, and Riverdale. At this I stage, always call I- it Rivendale. I always, yeah. <laughs> I because, because you're the shit. Right. Because it's like, oh, it's like, oh, yeah, Rivendell. I mean, Riverdale. It's right. Like, <laughs> you see, at Elrond this, is uh, Archie. <laughs> <laughs> at this stage, iZombie has now, has now been renewed pending a final decision in May. Quote, as it says, CW expands to a six-night Sunday through Friday schedule next season. That's going to be interesting. Because mm-hmm. they're, they're basically like, oh, we top shit now, so we need an extra day. Yeah. Um, we are proud to have such a deep bench of great returning series for 2018-19, said CW President Mark Pedowitz in a statement. By picking these 10 series up for next season, we have a terrific selection of programming to choose from, which will set, set our fall schedule in May with more still to come and i'm especially happy that we're continue we'll, ugh, that we'll continue to work with do we both have the, strokes sometime today i know fuck <laughs> dude uh with the incredibly talented cast producers and writers who create the series our fans are so passionate about so i'm excited about all this shit because i have a dvr now oh yeah and we canceled we we straight out canceled hulu hmm. like, there's no point now yeah you know so i'm like fucking we're, and and my cable company has everything streaming anyway like all the previous seasons and, and shit. And the thing is with this, um, for and for like the Flash and Supergirl, they have that they have that deal with Netflix. A week after they season, their season air uh, season finale airs, that season becomes available on Netflix. Yeah. So, so I mean, we kept Netflix. Yeah. But we got rid of that, fucking Hulu. Hulu's Hulu is one of those where you're kind of like, if I wasn't paying six six bucks a month for that, I would I would cancel it. It it really is one of those that you can kind of just drop. Hulu's dope when you don't have television. Mm. Like if you don't have cable, Hulu's pretty cool. And you don't care for CBS. Right. Hulu's pretty cool. <laughs> but 
other than that, who fucking cares? Yeah. You know, it, it, Netflix is different because Netflix has a lot of old shit on the too. And I got Netflix on the cable box too. Listen, we on that next level shit, baby. Okay. <laughs> you on that middle class level shit. <laughs> That's right. So my goal, my my plan, mm-hmm. I announced it here today. It doesn't affect anyone. <laughs> I have two I have two plans. And there, one involves this. One, all those shows I just said that were um that were renewed, I'm gonna catch up on them. <laughs> I'm gonna watch every episode, and I can do this because I can watch the shit at work anyway while I'm working. That's true. So, so I'll I'll watch. I'll start with. I might do them in alphabetical order, or maybe what I should do is alternate them. So I'll watch an episode of Arrow, episode of Flash, episode of Supergirl, episode of Legends Tomorrow, episode of Black Lightning. Actually, of that, actually, that would be. I'm good. not gonna watch Riverdale, by the way. Yeah, no, no. no. I haven't watched Black. I haven't watched Black Lightning, but I'll probably watch I heard it when the show is dope. I heard that too, and I and I was like, oh, it's too. I'll just wait for it to come up on who on um, Netflix and Black Lightning. There. Black Lightning is a, a cool superhero. So, yeah. um, so I'm gonna catch up on all that. Actually, and then my second that that you know when you do well when you get closer to like some of those because some of those episodes cross over, right? So you know, alternating actually might work. <laughs> might work. I'm gonna. I'll probably binge the first season of all the ones I haven't watched the first season for and then I'll start yeah alternating them um and then I'll say my second plan in the next in the next uh segment so why don't you uh tell us a little bit about comic news buddy all right so in comic news the biggest problem that many collectors face is when publishing companies decide to start renumbering their comic line that's my biggest pet peeve Mm. is, is that bullshit uh, collectors have to figure out just where it fits in the line. Eventually, they will start renumbering their line back to the legacy numbering scheme. But Marvel is planning to confuse people with numbering of their new Fresh Start titles with two issue numbers. Marvel Editor-in-Chief C.B. Selbuski discussed these changes at Chicago's C2E2 Diamond Comic Distributor Retail Summit Thursday morning, according to CBR. The changes for all issue ones include a brand new trade dress headlining, um, highlighting and issues creative team, a smaller UPC box, and dual numbering for higher legacy numbers and the lower relaunch number. Sobolski added that the reason for the high and low numbering is to is on the trade dress is to help collectors catalog their runs which can become complicated when you're trying to calculate each relaunch and volume of the series mm-hmm. this this is the third number scheme change in as many years with their all new all different relaunch many comics were renumbered once marvel legacy was released they renumbered all the long-running titles to their legacy number scheme now with the fresh start marvel is going to have both which is a good idea uh for people just getting into comics or getting back into the habit, the low refresh start is essential. However, for longtime fans, they will know in the numbering scheme where these new issues fall in line. DC Comics has done that with Rebirth, but kept the legacy numbering for Action Comics and DC Comics, or uh, Detective Comics. I think this is a great idea. Yeah. Because, because, I, because I'm it, keeping it track of everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm, because I'm keeping track of, of all the digital comics with their legacy numbers. So then mm-hmm. when, when it switches over, I'll be able to go, oh, okay, this one. This is where it goes, you know? And not sitting there thinking like, oh, shit, did I miss a bunch of them? <laughs> like, where am I? Okay, so we all about Marvel today, okay? And there's something wrong with that. Yeah. It happens. That's right. Fret not, Ultimate Universe fans. <laughs> Marvel Comics has plans 
for the newly returned reality. Oh shit. Marvel Comics senior president vice or sorry, fuck. <laughs> Marvel Comics senior vice president Tom Brevort. Oh. Uh touched on a return to the Ultimate Universe during the publisher's next big thing C2E2 panel earlier today. After the revelation from Spider-Man 2 that the Ultimate Universe was still around, Brevort hinted at potential plans for it. We'll be vague and mysterious. There are always plans, Brevort responded when asked about its status by a fan. Marvel isn't ready to discuss where the reinstated uh, Ultimate Universe will show up, he added, but one option is to is it could reappear as a surprise without any fanfare that would be the best that's way the to, best way to do it just show up just mm-hmm. like what happened well know? that's what happened in in um the last issue that uh bendis did was yeah. like suddenly hey the alternate universe is back and it's like oh shit but if you notice the heavy hitters mm. like bendis will do it that way yeah they won't make it this huge thing it will just happen yeah. because that makes it a bigger surprise no one knows it. They're like, what? Wait a minute. You know what I mean? And that's 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 some old school comic shit. Yeah. You know? The old classic surprises. Right. Uh, Marvel's Ultimate Universe was, was introduced in 2000 as a way to reimagine and update many of the publisher's longtime heroes and villains, including flagship title Ultimate Spider-Man, X-Men, Avengers, and Fantastic Four. The Ultimate Spider-Man series would eventually lead to the creation of the highly popular Miles Morales who is now a part of Marvel, the Marvel Universe proper. The Ultimate Universe met its demise in 2015's Ultimate End miniseries as part of Secret Wars before returning in the closing page of Brian Michael Bendis and Sarah Pacelli's Spider-Man 2. The series ended with a special two-page spread illustrated by original Ultimate Spider-Man artist Mark Bag- Bagley uh, presenting a reformed Ultimate U that introduced new characters like riri williams aka ironheart so this is pretty exciting yeah um i i liked i read marvel i was following marvel more when ult, the ultimate universe was out that's when i got cleaner re, yeah that's when i got back into comics was when ultimates actually started and i started collecting heavily those and it wasn't it wasn't dramatically different than what the characters it was are. Just modernized. It was just a modernized ta- retelling, as if these characters were just created. Right. But it was the same basic. It wasn't wild, weird shit. Except mm-hmm. for Miles Mor- Miles Morales, but that worked out. Well, that became because they they killed off Peter Parker. But right. when Peter Parker's Spider Man started, exactly the same, like fundamentally exactly the same. Exactly. So. I'm excited for this. I wish we had a date. I wish we knew what was going on, but we d- we don't. Yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. If that when when they bring that back, oh, I'm gonna definitely check in because that was a universe, like all comic universes. It started off clean and nice, and then it kind of got convoluted, right. and then just like you know, it was like to be honest, the the way the 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 history got in that was less Marvel and more DC. Right. You know, you know, you have, you know, with all the infinite crisis and stuff like that, you kind of got confused to whom, what, where, when and why this is happening. But yeah, so I'm I'm really looking forward to that. My second announcement is I'm jumping back on that comic book train (laughs) word up because fucking um, DC's doing big things right now. They're about to change it up and I'm going to I'm coming back in strong with that. But Marvel, too. I might have to pick at least five books to follow 
get some main characters that I dig, especially if they're going to restart everything. Yeah, fresh start is a good start, a good jumping off point. Spider-Man and Captain America, I already know from the jump I'm going to be following. Black Panther, bitch. Black Panther 2. Yeah. It might have to be more than five. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's always how it starts. <laughs> <Yeah>. Listen, <laughs> I'll say five and I'll end up, I'll go to the store code 20. Yeah. You end you up know, with like, so, you end up like, okay, here's your pull list. You're like, God damn, that's a lot. <laughs> that's, a, that's a serious fucking pull list. Um, do you have a, do you have a bound copy of the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy? Cause I want to match it up and see how much that is. <laughs> that's another thing. Is there, is there comic, comicsology doesn't do pull lists anymore, or at least right. they're going to stop very soon. No, they, they already an, stopped. Is there another site where you could do a poll list? I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's 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 really hard. Sometimes. It's such a pain in the ass. Yeah. I mean, you know, the only one that I even use is either Comic Vine because they they used to have a podcast and news and stuff like that, but they've kind of shut that down. But if you actually just look at comic releases, those are still up. Like I like that because it tells you, okay, you know, issue this second part of this story so then i go oh okay i can go back and look at this issue well, so i can get that but other than that it's just uh the one that we get for the site and as we know i provide weekly new release updates for all the major comic book carriers um, sans the last two weeks just because just letting people know i did it today no i know but the two weeks prior the oh well you know i was on a break give me a break um <laughs> I'm just saying, and you know what? It doesn't really matter. I can make my own pull list. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not that big of a deal, but I used to like getting an email from <laughs> Comixology going, hey, your books are coming out. Yeah. It was dope. And then I don't know why they got rid of that. Like, fuck you. Yeah. I don't know either. I mean, when I was getting, uh, when I was getting comics from uh, Collector's Paradise and Midtown Comics, when I was having them delivered, you know, I, you, you created a pool list with them, you know? So it was kind of like, okay, so these comics are coming out. These, you know, when you would look, those would be checked off already. And then you would just add any or remove if you needed to. Right. But yeah, I know. All right. So moving on into technology news, it was revealed last month that Facebook had been collecting call records and SMS data from Android devices for years. Facebook had been using it calls an opt-in feature to improve its friend recommendation algorithm by requesting access to contacts, SMS data, and call history on Android phones. Facebook users spooked by the recent Cambridge Analytica scandal started downloading their data and were alarmed to find the call history records and SMS data. Facebook says now it has examined the feature and is making changes to it. What a shock. Quote, we've reviewed this feature to confirm that Facebook does not collect the content of messages and will delete all logs older than a year. Facebook chief technical officer, Michael Schrupfer, uh, uh, it's not clear why Facebook is deleting older logs, but it's likely company wants to limit the amount of data that's stored on the accounts using this feature. In the future, the client will only upload to our service the information needed to offer this feature, says Schrofer. So broader data like times on calls won't be uploaded. It's a it's a welcome change as Facebook clearly needed all the um, clearly never needed all the information it collected on SMS data and call history over the past three years. Facebook was able to acquire this information only on Android phones as Apple's iOS blocked access to call history and SMS data 
um, to other apps. Facebook is implementing these changes as part of a much broader plan to restrict data access on the social network. Facebook's data restriction comes as the company continues to deal with the fallout from Cambridge Analytica obtaining personal information from millions of Facebook users. This whole thing is bullshit because mm-hmm. they quote unquote say they needed it oh to offer us you know recommendations for friend recommendation algorithms stuff like that but you didn't need that for ios which at up until like about a year ago had more than half the sh- a share of um you know uh half the uh consumer share so it's like this is such bullshit yeah it's 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 smoke and mirrors they're just trying to make themselves sound better yeah you know and and it's the same old fucking bullshit dude I'm not impressed. No, neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> but fortunately, I I've, I haven't had their access, especially since I got the new phone. Um, right. And I'm, I'd, um, I don't know if I gave them access the first time when I had my other one. So at least for the even, last year, they haven't had any information on me. I mean, I just reset my phone, but I don't know what I did, to be honest. I mean, and I'll be, I'll be the first to admit, I, I just... I literally just click through it half of the fucking time. Right. You know, because I just figure they all have it fucking anyway. You know, if it ain't Google, it's Microsoft. If it ain't Microsoft, it's fucking Facebook. Right. But, you know, it's, it's just get it's over the top. If it isn't you know, Facebook, so. it's Friendster. You know. Exactly. Friendster? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> they probably got all my right. CompuServe.net email address now. I bet they do, too. All right. So moving right along. <laughs> moving right along. <laughs> Motherfucker. Um, he, I'm actually surprised Steve didn't talk about this because um, he brought it up to me and he was super excited. <laughs> uh, here's a, a little trade secret. Podcast and radio shows hosts, hosts use Skype a lot. It's hopeful. It's helpful for adding remote guests with minimal fuss. You usually need to synchronize with a third-party app or device to record this call, the call at the quality you'd like, though, and that could be a pain to set up. Mercifully, <laughs> mercifully, Microsoft is aiming to fix that. It's readying a Skype for content creators mode that records calls directly through NDI-capable software like Wirecast, XSplit, and VMix. The feature provides clean quote, quote and end quote clean copies of all call participants that you can easily drop into audio and video production apps so you can focus more on posting your show uh, and less on double checking everyone's recordings which is something that Steve and I have to do or Steve mostly but we you know we've tried the recording to, to I record my track and then send it to him and right. or we'll do it just off the Skype recording um, because he has a mixer board, so when you when you know when you step your game up a little bit, you can <laughs> you can record it. But still, sometimes you can even tell the our our voice quality is off. Yeah. It's not the same. It's not the same. Um, yeah. The content creators creators feature is available in preview form now, and should be widely available in the summer for both Mac and Windows 10 users. This might not matter too much if you're just recording basic one-on-one audio, but it could prove to be a lifesaver if you regularly produce podcasts, video blogs, or permanent live stream recordings you shouldn't experience the horror of missing recording or a mangled audio track which is two things that steve knows quite well um so this is this is awesome this is something we've been we've been talking about we've wanted for a long Long time time, yeah and uh it looks like it it, it's not just audio too skype does video calls so they'll probably have pieces of that for that too where you can record the video feeds and stuff like that and also it's cool too for people who just you know 
<laughs> they want their calls recorded. There's a variety and, of reasons why you want to do that. Well, yeah, because the, the biggest issue that we experience on our end is to use Skype. And the problem was is that, and to me, it's one of those things where it's like Microsoft had bought Skype and then just kind of did it in a way where it didn't want anybody to use anything other right. than just Skype. And that was one of the problems that we had because we used to use uh, recorders that use their API and then they stopped it. So then you had no real way to do it. So Adam and I were kind of in a lurch that we were looking for others. And then I got the mixer board. So then it was like, okay, it doesn't matter the API because then I can just record your audio on here. But it was always hard for like, you know, streaming or what we want, what we talked about doing is getting you a, a, a webcam and then we can kind of do a video, our video, a video podcast. Um, and then just, you know, and have that up on our YouTube page. But it was kind of like, okay, but then how do we do it? Do we have to use, do we have to use a Google Hangouts? Do I have to pay for some other thing to use? Now it's like, okay, well, if I'm recording the audio off of Skype, then I have no other issue. You know, if I record everything off of Skype, then it makes it easier using a third party. But now it's like, it, it to me, it was kind of like Skype was like, oh, we're the only game in town. And then suddenly Twitch came about and Google Hangouts came about. And, you know, uh, what's the other one? Um, what's that other gaming one that you told me about? Um, uh, dis oh, um, dis uh, Discord. Discord. You know, all of those came about. And then suddenly, hey, you know what? There's more games in town. And then Microsoft is like, oh, yeah, we should probably uh, do something so people can actually keep using our shit. Because, <laughs> you know, you want to lock it down. And then suddenly you're like, oh, wait, there's people that actually use this for stuff. And now they're not going to use us because, you know, we've locked it down. Right. So... You know, I mean, it's one of those things where you're just kind of like, fuck, Microsoft is so behind the time, you know, like with this and now releasing the uh, beta or the releasing edge on tablets, Android and uh, and um, and uh, iOS. It's kind of like, really, you kind of now when the market's flooded with browsers, you think anybody's really going to use edge? They just wait too fucking long. Yeah. And they just kind of like, oh, well, we have this plan. Well, we had this plan, and now it's right. kind of it's kind of gone the way of the dodo. So we're kind of fucked on this one. So I don't know. I mean, I'm just glad to see that you know, at least for people that are still using it, like us, you know, and and Skype is just easier to use in a lot of instances. It's cleaner. It you is. know, it, it's a it's a cleaner interface. A lot of times, um, like Discord. Discord is a great service, but there's a lot of stuff in there that. Steve and I don't use. We don't need it. Right. You know, so it's it's nice to just have Skype. And Skype is already on everything. Right. It's already on my computer. Oh, and it's by the way, if you're computer. using if you're using it, you, you gotta use the desktop version. The yeah. the the I'll be fucking with that Windows ten version. The Windows ten version is shit. Yeah. Like you can't control half the things you need to. I mean if you just right. basic if, you, it, if you just want to talk to somebody, it's right. fine. It's but fine. It, it's it's um it's not fine when you try to do that extra shit. Yeah. You know, so uh, fuck all that bullshit. Okay. Um, <laughs> and that's your lazy kick geeks ta uh, uh, right. tip for today. Fuck all that bullshit. <laughs> all right. So on that note, that brings us to the end of the headlines. Hey, hey. What? Can you give me a second? Because there's a wire in this room. I have to give my wife. <laughs> And they're texting me and blowing me up and all that stuff like that. 
You can, uh, well, you can I, talk I, I, if yeah, you want, actually, or you actually, can cut. Actually, I'm going to go right into the into the main story. Okay, you you intro that shit. I'll be right back. <laughs> All right. So, our main story this week is YouTube and the motive behind the shooting in the San Bruno he- headquarters. While the motive seems based on their revised monetization policies, which has many people unhappy, we suspect that there is a bit of a mental health issue involved. Quote. I'm being discriminated against and filtered on Facebook, and I'm not the only one. Shooter Nazim Agdam said in a video that was shared after her identity as the shooter was revealed, my workout videos get age-restricted, vegan activism and other people who try to point out healthy, humane, and smart living, people like me, are not good for big business. That's why they're discriminated against and censoring me. End quote. YouTube has been heading down this road for about a year now. After Adpocalypse, which had many UK and US businesses freezing ad spending after finding their ads slapped with, quote, extremist videos, end quote, YouTube began branding any video that was remotely questionable as a, quote unquote, age restriction video, thus demonetizing any video that had included but not limited to the following, vulgar language, violence and disturbing imagery, nudity and sexually suggestive content and portrayal of harmful or dangerous activities after the events of vlogger logan paul's incident in japan youtube altered their monetization policy which would make it harder for people to make money from their videos previously the standard for joining youtube's partner program was 10,000 public views without any specific requirement for annual viewing hours. The new rules, which went into effect in mid-January, apply for monetization and have had attached ads attached to videos. Creators must have tallied 4,000 hours of overall watch time on their channel within the past 12 months and have at least 1,000 subscribers. YouTube began enforcing the new eligibility policy for all existing channels as of February 20th, meaning that channels that fail to meet the threshold no long, or will no longer be able to make income from ads. While the revenue change came on the heels of Logan Paul's and other offensive as well as alt-right videos, the rules were solely designed to appear as an effort in futility. Many goals of these YouTube wannabes is to make money off the site, which led people to do the insane gimmicks to quote-unquote get views. Unfortunately, users that already had those numbers by doing the aforementioned gimmicks would remain unaffected, thus reinforcing the exact behavior they were trying to curtail. However, users that would start up or have smaller bases are punished, inferring that YouTube only wants to promote revenue makers and users would be encouraged to do more insane gimmicks to achieve basic revenue. YouTube analytics firm Channel Meter reached out to Ars Technica with YouTube viewership data estimates. Now, according to Channel Meter's unofficial estimates, Agdom had racked up nearly 9 million views across three channels since roughly 2013. Channel Meter said it was unable to track data on the fourth channel she apparently controlled. The data calculations included accurate references to Agdom videos and now that now only exist via Google cache searches. Most of her top performing videos were uploaded with titles in Farsi script and an an intermediate scan of the titles revealed that all three of her top performing videos included a Farsi translation of the word sexy in the context of workout and exercise video, make your butt sexy and bigger with exercises. It was one example 
Another video described as a dance video had the title that directly translate to Nazim's Sab's balloon breasts. Nazim Sab's was Agdam's nickname on the account. YouTube's inconsistent enforcement of their community guidelines had many content creators turn to Patreon for revenue. Even though they have an appeals process, the ineffective, uh, the inefficient process could have five to seven days, could take five to seven days, which could crush any potential revenue for topical subject matters. Even videos about conservative politics and LGBTQ issues are seeing revenue havoc on YouTube's automatic filters. YouTube then is in a similar boat with other sites whose reputation revolve around user-generated content. The streaming site can choose to compensate its creators however it sees fit or risk losing them in the process. But even after Agnum's story becomes better, becomes better explained via official police investigation, her video-specific gripes that automated moderation leaves the site's creator in an unsustainable position will likely not go away. So... Now, every, there's a lot of people that have a lot of gripes about YouTube and yeah. uh, and just that's the, an understatement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, like, I don't know how many of our main topics has been about YouTube and just them straight fucking up all the time. And with the shooting that happened because of this, that's not to diminish that there, you know, and nobody's talked about it, but I suspect there is a bit of mental health issue in there. You know, um, because, yeah, you know, it's like, oh, they're they're I'm, I'm unable to make money and stuff like that on YouTube. Yeah. Not most people are going to go ahead and, and start shooting up a place. Well, here's the thing, too. And, and I, I feel that this YouTube thing is like the dream job for people who want to make money by having fun all day. Right. And I'm not saying that everyone on YouTube makes money by having fun all day, but there are a lot of people think it's like that. It's the new, it's the new work but not work dream job. Right. But it's like when people are like, "Oh, yeah." It's like it's like when people go, "Oh, I want to be a a famous football player because that's not work. That's just playing all day. Not it's some work involved. Right. You know, like it's they don't understand. You know what I mean? But it's like doing it's like doing a podcast. People think it's like, oh, you just sit down and talk for an hour and then that's it. Like, no, I just sit down and talk for an hour. <laughs> Steve does a lot. But no, there's a you got to do the show notes. You got to collect the material. You got to make sure you got a grasp of it first. Right. You got to find the time of doing everything. You know, right. And at the same time, you know, making sure it fits within the context of your show. And then and then that's just the recording. And then after that, it's the editing and the, you know, the, the vocal and the rendering and all that shit. There's a lot of shit that goes to it. You know, I mean, we record three shows. So we're, we record basically four hours on a Sunday. And that doesn't, that's just recording. There's nothing that goes into how long it takes us to do all this beforehand. And then, you know, the, the stuff it goes into after, but you know, I mean, doing, you, you know, YouTube, the thing is, is that so many people look to being the Logan Pauls, the, you know, the, the real the Rebecca Blacks, remember that one? You know, those yeah. people that would go on YouTube, do something, and then, you know, score a big, a big, you know, deal. And, you know, then their, their lives are, their lives um, are set. But it's like, it's not that easy because if it was, everybody would be successful. Right. A lot of people, and, and this is going to sound really mean too, you have to be interesting. Well, yeah. And YouTube, being that YouTube has become so cutthroat, it's, it's, now you have to 
it's becoming Hollywood now yeah. where you have to give up certain things that you probably wouldn't do as a decent human being <laughs> to get to get that attention. Because look at look at Jake Paul or Logan Paul, whichever fucking one we're talking. They're both yeah. the same person to me. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> both douchebags. <laughs> they get they get so much popularity because they're assholes. They treat people like shit. So a lot of people, either people are watching it because they think it's funny or they're watching it because they don't like them. It's almost like the Howard Stern effect, yeah. although Howard Stern is actually talented. But um, a lot of back in the day, if you're young, um, in the late 80s, early 90s, people people who were fans and hated Howard Stern both listened to Howard Stern. Yeah, because they wanted because to they see wanted, what, he, what he do next. Exactly. So – you're getting that effect on YouTube now is people are like, what is this fucking asshole going to do next? But you also you know, got to remember too, is who's your base? The Pauls, exactly. they have, they're fucking kids. Yep. 13 year old idiots who don't get it, you know? And, and if they eat a Tide Pod, they're probably watching Logan Paul. Right. So it's, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. Now with the shooting thing, I found it interesting because we don't usually see uh, women, yeah. And and I'm sorry if you mentioned this while I while I was up, but no. Um. Okay. We don't usually see women doing the shootings. Now I said immediately because because Steve brought this up, and I immediately said said why I feel that 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 way. In America, mental health issues are not taken seriously, especially when a man has them. I think we talked about it on just another podcast. I think we did too. Yeah. And and it's it's. When a woman in this in this country says they have issues, like mentally, or they're sad or whatever, people say, hey, you should probably go get professional help or, or blah, blah, blah. Or even the woman themselves is more apt to go and get professional help if they need it. I'm not saying this because women are weak in any way. That is good. They should get that. They're human beings. Something's wrong. They should get that fixed. It's just like going to the doctors. Unfortunately, there is a a masculinity thing in America where if if Steve or I say, you know what, I'm feeling really depressed, most other men are going to say man up or they're going to say get over it or yeah, 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 just, you know, let's go get a drink, fuck it. Just go you get know a blowjob, I mean? it'll, it'll be fine. Which nine times out of ten works. <laughs> but if you have a chemical imbalance, if, you're me serious, <laughs> right, if you have something seriously wrong with you, right. it could go unaddressed because of that desire to look masculine in front of everybody else and not have shit talk to you and stuff like that. Now I will say this personally, I think you should have a, have the attitude of if I need help, I'll go get help. Fuck everybody else. But unfortunately not everybody does. Right. So we have this issue in America where, and it's almost, you know, when you, you put it in perspective like that and then you start watching the news, it's clear as crystal of, of what's going on. Why most violent crimes are done by men. Why my most, men are freaking out and women aren't it's because men are they're not really treated the same as with mental health issues and i guarantee there's a woman listening to this right now who is freaking out at me because i'm saying men are being have an issue that isn't being addressed because we all know that we're you know I'm super fucking protected group right which is not the case <laughs> but in, the, and yeah it, it, with that with that topic you know or with that um that assertion it it does kind of it, it in one ways it's like it does kind of poke a hole in the the male dominated society because yeah it is a male dominated society however 
there are caveats that come with that. You know, you you know, you can't let shit bother you. You can't uh, can't show sign of weakness. You have to be cutthroat. You know, uh, you know, you got to be you know a man and and do all this stuff. And and you know, oh, you lost an arm. That's ah, just a flesh wound. You know that kind of shit. You know, don't go to the doctor. You don't seek mental health. If you if you woke up on your own terms, you're it's a start of a good day. You know, it's it's there's a lot of caveats. To, so many fucking sayings yeah, that, that involve that shit that too. It, yeah, exactly. You know, and uh, you know, if a guy, you know, if a guy breaks down in in some instances, it's kind of like, oh shit, are you dying? Because that would be the only reason that yeah. a guy would show any emotion, or someone very, or close someone to else him, died, or someone right. else died, someone very close to him died. You know, in which case, most instances, you become that kid on Star Trek. You know, very closed off, very, you know emotionally void you know right and and then you hear the it's okay to grieve it's okay to that but it's not you know it's it's you know when women sit there and say like we have to look pretty we have to wear makeup we have to do this there's a lot that goes around from you know men have it easy they just get to wear that it yeah cosmetically interior in, internally it's fucked up yeah we all men and women have their own individual issues societal issues that they 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 have to put on a face for right and and men it's the tough guy stuff and I, and some guys are just naturally that way right and that's perfectly fine as long as they're being healthy about it like i'm not trying to say i'm a badass but i i tend not to be emotional things don't really bother me as much and as then, I he, see then, it he, then he people. comes to me and then he goes like why am I feeling like this? Right. Like, and then, you know, I talked to, but that's the thing though. I, like, I, I have the ability. I could talk to a homie, right. you know, or a family member and I'll sort it out myself. Some people don't have, every personality is different. Yeah. And, and we shouldn't feel that if we're upset, we can't talk about it. That's the real issue Yeah, is that men a lot of time. And you know what? It ain't just men telling men not to do that. Women tell men not to do yeah, that too. That goes There's to plenty of girls that are like, be a man. Right. You know, and then you're just, forced in your little box you're and you too, better get you're the fuck too over emotional it. i can't take right. that i need somebody you know it's like oh you want somebody emotionally close off and then wonder why he doesn't open up to me you know it's right. you know but that's 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 the main <laughs> reason why men go crazy as women <laughs> fucking driving but nuts. you know but in the in the whole aspect of you know there there you know there is a lot of grounds in in the way that people need to kind of look at youtube right you know the the you know, and everything that I that I had stated about how they were okay. Well, we're going to readjust our profit sharing, you know, for ad revenue, but we're going to make it in such a way that oh, well, this is going to help deter the Logan Pauls. No, it's not. All you're doing is reinforcing what you so-called are trying to cur um, curtail, and that's mm -hmm. and that's not working. And then you're gonna you're gonna have those people that are trying to be the next you know big YouTube sensation. But then what happens, you cut them off or you change them and then suddenly some of them snap, you know. And so, you know, it, it's it's one of those things where, you know, we've talked about we've talked about this several occasions about YouTube. I think this kind of puts the nail on the head like of of what we have always said that youtube is so far off the reservation now that there's I, I don't see a way that it could kind of reel itself back in no because you, absolutely not I mean, you, you have the logan pauls of the world you have the alt-right the alex jones the conspiracies you know all of that stuff and everybody's saying you know oh they're cutting off the voice it, it's a private business they can do whatever the fuck they want get over yourself yeah. um but 
you know. And that's the, that's the beauty of capitalism. If you don't like it, don't spend your money with them. Exactly. Yeah. But they, they won't do that. Yeah. They, that's the that's the real secret, the trick of capitalism, and and and, and is the human weakness. Yeah. That's the real trick of it because people will complain left and right about Facebook. Okay, right. they'll say, "Oh, Facebook's stealing my data," but they'll continue to use Facebook. Mm-hmm. They won't cancel it. And it's like, well, why don't you just stop using it? It's like, well, I mean, I have some stuff. It's like, then shut the fuck up. Right. Like, if you you want to use it, use it, but don't don't be over here talking that shit. But here's the other thing too. It's the fact that what else can you use at this point? Right. You know, I mean, you have Vimeo, but Vimeo is really just artistic. It's really kind of the tumbler of Google. I mean, of YouTube. Um, I mean, it's kind of weird. Yeah, but it's it's definitely made for more of like it's the, a niche. It's for a certain group of people, filmmakers, kind right. of things, you know. But you know, when you have YouTube, this is the prime moment for somebody to come along and have a great alternative, right? To to them versus like which there's a few that are trying. There's man. there's one I actually signed up for the beta because the intro. Um, hold on. Oh, I don't have it on my thing right now. I think it's called Vimo. V e m o. Because you're talking about Vimeo, which is yeah. the video thing. Right. Um, but it's supposed to be this paid one. Um, but if you got on the beta, you got on for free. So I just signed up and it's, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, but that's one that's trying to come out. Um, Twitter is trying to boost up their numbers now that everyone's looking at Facebook poorly. Right. Um, this would be a perfect time for Google to try to get Google Plus, redesign that shit and see yeah. what's going on with that. But they'll never do fucking that. No. Um, Maybe Samsung, maybe Sony should come out with one and then abandon it. You know, I mean, whatever they, they do. do that with everything else, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, um, it's difficult. Yeah. It's, it's, it's difficult to, if you, now I'm, I'm in the process. It's a process. I'm in the process of canceling my Facebook. I reset my phone. It's not on my phone. My account's still open and out of habit, I still open it on my computer and I'm, I was, Facebook messaging Steve and he immediately goes, I thought you were off this shit. And I'm like, Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not sitting there trying to be high and mighty about it. I'm just saying, I, you know, I'm going to cancel using it or whatever, but it's ingrained. I've been using Facebook for so long, but the funny thing is I don't really use it. All right. It's this weird thing with habits. You get in the habit of something. I got, I only follow seven people on Facebook. So I might see one or two updates a week. Yet <laughs> every time I sit down on my computer, I open Facebook and I go through that same fucking feed. Yeah. Like an idiot. And yeah. then I leave it up for no reason. <laughs> yeah, I just I go on there and I'll look at some people. Most of the times I'm looking to make sure our post on the the Facebook page, you know, our Facebook page, you know, loaded correctly. Right. And then I'm kind of off that. Then I'm on Twitter. I'm on Twitter more now. Than I have been before, um, even on Instagram a bit more. I'm following more people on Instagram than I am on on Facebook. I've been using Twitter, and I'm starting to understand the value of following um, some celebrity kind of cats on Instagram. I'm following uh, James Gunn, Ryan Reynolds, you know, stuff like that. Right. A couple of dudes that I think are funny or interesting, not just. I did have. Listen, I'm gonna be honest. I had an, another Instagram account where I was just following a bunch of models, yeah. and I'm like. I'm not using Instagram. I'm I'm just looking at pictures of cute chicks. You know, the, there's other things we could be doing. Yeah. You know, so yeah, on mine, I just it's yeah. I follow some cosplayers. Um, I follow like a lot of like 
you know, happy stuff like vi- dogs and cat, you know, cats of Instagram, dogs of Instagram, stuff like that. Right. But I, I do follow some celebrities, but I, I do follow a lot more comic book artists now. I'm following a lot of them because they usually show their artwork in the middle. Scotty Young always has where he's starting to like ink his his drawings oh, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. So I always start looking at those and, and, and start watching that and, you know, like movie clips and, you know, uh, uh, posters and artwork and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm actually getting more out of it than I, than I'm a Facebook. And as, as YouTube goes, you know, we spoke at the beginning of the show where you just end up in some weird shit. Yeah, man. On YouTube. Oh man. And YouTube for me now, I, I have some subscriptions, some people I'm subscribed to, um, a lot of stuff for D- Dungeons and Dragons, um, like two game people that play games, um, and that's about it, yeah. really. And and I'll go. Oh, and some news stuff for some people I like, but I don't really just go to the su- the suggested area anymore. I I, <laughs> I pretty much instantly click on subscriptions and just look through that. Yeah. Um, but it's it's um. I don't know, man. Maybe we're just getting older. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I don't care about half of the shit people are talking about anymore. Yeah. And I, I told my friend, uh, a buddy of mine, and he's like, he doesn't have Facebook either. And he's a little younger than me. And I'm like, why don't you use Facebook? And he goes, I don't care what everyone's doing in their day. He goes, I know that sounds kind of fucked up. And most people who share every meal they make and every, you know, all this stuff, they get offended by that. But I don't care if you had a ham sandwich for lunch. That doesn't <laughs> affect me. I said, but and th- this was the key point that he made. He says, but if you had a bomb meal at a restaurant and you hit me up, you text me and go, bro, you really got to check this place out. That's an interaction that I want because you're hitting me up personally. You're saying, right. look, you know, this we got it. Maybe we can go to the spot next week or something like that. He goes, but Facebook, there's nothing personal about that. You're just click send, you know, and you're just trying to show off at that point. So he's just so and much like, asshole Damn. is what he is. Right. <laughs> because it's like, it's all about him. It's like, you got to hit right. me up. I don't want to fuck him. No, but he made, he, he kind of put it into perspective for no, me. Yeah. Like that, I was that's like. That's the thing is, is that there is no, there's no actual interaction. When you and I text each other, that's an interaction. But, us, right. you know, but hitting shit up on Facebook and stuff like that, it's like. That's just throwing something at the wall and seeing who goes for it. Even Instagram. Like I don't – I keep forgetting to post pictures on there <laughs> because I take pictures of like my house, like inside my house or my kids, stuff like that. Do I want that? Do I want to put that up there? Like I don't – maybe I should just put a – make a folder in, in my OneDrive and share it with the people who I want to share it with and they want to see my fucking kids. There you go. <laughs> take a fucking look. You know, it's it's getting it's just getting ridiculous. <laughs> Although Google, I do like I only like Google Plus on the phone. Yes, because it's like got a good feed, but on the PC, it's oh, it's horribly, horrible, ugly. horrible. It's ugly. Yeah, you know, and, I've it, been and, about, and on the mobile, it actually automatically updates. Like if you post something, it automatically updates. Unlike the PC, when you post something, it don't change. Right, and then you have to kind of hit refresh, and then it pops up. It's like really google come on but then even google plus has just become a lot of these social media sites they become meme generators like it's just people sharing memes constantly which is fun i guess (laughs) but i i i I used to sign up for social media for social interaction with my friends with people i care about a meme is not social interaction it's 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 funny it's, that's what it is, though. It's just comedy. 
Yeah. You know, which is fine. That's something we all need in our lives too. But that I send directly to Adam when I see something for him. Right. Exactly. Like he'll send me he because Steve knows I'll think it's funny. So he'll send it to me and I think it's funny. But when it comes to like Facebook or Google Plus or whatever, it's just a steady stream of meme. I mean, I I could just put type in meme to Google and do an image search. Hmm. You know, it's it's not I don't know. I I just don't know. I use um one thing I, I've been enjoying is I've been using Allo, which is uh, one of my, Google's many chat services. Um, I use that just because my two uh, friends here use it, and we're we're in this never-ending group chat with each other, and it's just memes and bullshit. And we also both work together, so it's that shit, and that's kind of dope, you know. But other than that, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I just don't want to be social with most people on this planet anymore. Well, you've never really been social. I haven't really. That's why a podcast keep, is good for you. Yeah. Because I keep trying. Like, I keep telling Steve, like, I want to I wanna be more social for the site. But I never know what the fuck it's... I don't care. Like, I keep, te- I keep telling myself, I just don't know what to say. Or I just don't, um, you know, I don't, I don't have time or whatever. But the truth of the matter is, I don't fucking care. <laughs> I don't want to share everything. And I don't care what everybody else is doing. I only care what my little circle of people are doing. And even then, I don't fucking care. Half the time. <laughs> Steve, Steve, sometimes he'll take pictures of food. I don't, I don't care about that. I just don't. But it's fine. I'm not upset that he puts it. I'm just saying I don't care. My life was not enriched by knowing what plate of food he had for dinner. Unless it looks good. Yeah, then I might hit it. I'd be like, yo, would you get that at? No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. The podcast is perfect for me because I'm talking to someone I like for one <laughs> and it's talking. Talking is easy. Yeah. You're you interacting. Know. It's a social interaction. Exactly. Now this is becoming a psychoanalyst right. type of thing and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> um, All right. So I guess is that it on this one? I think that's, I think that's it. We All talked right. about 18 different things. Right. All right. So I guess it's time to move on to our what the actual fuck God, sounds so grand when you play that. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So my what the actual fuck actually comes from, I believe it's ABC News or NBC. One of those. One of those abbreviations. Um, uh, comma can give, I'll get you into a lot of trouble. An absent Oxford comma will cost a main dairy company $5 million. The suit brought against Oakhurst Dairy was the company's uh, by the company's driver in 2014 sought 10 million in in a dispute over overtime about overtime payment a federal appeals court decided to keep the driver's lawsuit concerning an exemption from Maine's overtime law alive last year court documents filed Thursday showed the company and the driver settled for 5 million quote for want of a comma we have this case U.S. Court of Appeals of the First Circuit Judge David Barron said on March 2017, the sentence at the heart of the dairy driver's case referred to Maine's overtime law with whom it it doesn't apply to. The canning, processing, preserving, freezing, drying, 
marketing, comma, storing, comma, packing for shipment or distribution of agriculture produce, meat and fish products, and perishable foods. The disparagement stemmed from the lack of a comma after the word shipment, as in uh, packaging for shipment uh, or dis uh, distribution. The use of the Oxford comma, also called a serial comma, delineates the final item on the list. For example, milk, cheese, comma, and yogurt. Proponents of the punctuation argues it helps to differentiate subjects, while opponents say it's cumbersome. Different style, different style guides have different rules for the Oxford comma, which gives its name because it's preferred by Oxford University Press editors. In 2017, Judge David Barron reasoned that the law's punctuation made it unclear if packaging and shipping or just packaging for shipping or distribution is one activity or if packaging for shipping is separate from distribution. The five drivers who held the lawsuit will receive 50000 each from the settlement fund, according to the Portland Press-Herald. The other 127 drivers who are eligible to file a claim will be paid a minimum of 100 bucks, or the amount of overtime they were owed based on their work from 2008 to August 2012, and the, the Press-Herald reported. So the Oxford, the Oxford comma is actually an interesting thing real quick. Yeah. When I was back east in school it is taught to use it a hundred percent if you mm -hmm. if i didn't use it i would get marked off for it then when i moved to the west coast i would use it and they would look at me funny they go you don't need that yeah and i'm like no yes what yes you do and they're like i mean you can but right. you don't need to do it and i'm like what <laughs> <laughs> like i used to be like, you forgot the Oxford comma, you're screwing up and I'd get marked off like points. And then on the West, they don't care. So it just depends on where you are yeah. and stuff like that. It's really fucking weird. I personally think it's proper English to me. I think probably because it's ingrained in my head that way. Right. But when I, when I don't see it, I, I glaze over it cause I've lived here for a while. But in the back of my head, I'm like, they forgot the Oxford <laughs> comma, you know, like it's they not fucked right. up. Yeah. It's weird. But, um, but yeah, that's a lot of money for a comma. Hey, that's why you need to use it. Go fucking <laughs> so my, the hustle. <laughs> mine is a little long. And truth be told, I forgot to kind of shorten this one because it's all the way on the what the actual fuck. But whatever, we'll get through it. We're 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 champions. Um, CenturyLink, ugh, <laughs> is trying to force customers into arbitration in order to avoid a class action lawsuit from subscribers who say they've been charged for services they didn't order. To do so, CenturyLink has come up with a surprising argument. The company says it doesn't have any customers. <laughs> While the customers sued CenturyLink itself, the company says the customers weren't actually customers of CenturyLink. Instead, CenturyLink says they were customers of 10 subsidiaries spread throughout the country. CenturyLink basically doesn't exist as a service provider, according to a brief CenturyLink file Monday. The sole defendant, CenturyLink Inc., is a parent holding company that has no subscribers, provides no service, and engage, engaged in none of the acts or transactions about which plaintiffs complain, <laughs> CenturyLink wrote. There is no valid basis of defendant for defendant to be a party in this proceeding, Plaintiff, plaintiffs contract, contracted with the operating companies to purchase, use, and pay for the services as issued, not with CenturyLink, Inc. CenturyLink says these, these operating companies 
should be able to intervene in the case and enforce class action waivers, which would force the companies to pursue their claims via arbitration instead of in a class action lawsuit. By suing CenturyLink instead of the subsidiaries, it may be that plaintiffs are hoping to avoid the arbitration and class action waiver provisions, CenturyLink wrote. wrote. Uh, like other traditional phone companies such as AT&T, CenturyLink does business through numerous local entities. In this case, the CenturyLink subsidiaries are Quest Communication, uh, Embark Florida Inc., Embark Missouri Inc., Carolina Telephone and Telegraph, wait, Telegraph Company LLC, uh, Central Telephone Company, Century Tel of Idaho Incorporated, Century uh, Tel of Larson Redfield LLC, Century Tel of Washington Incorporated, Century Tel Broadband Services Inc. LLC, and Quest Broadband Services. So basically, what what they're trying to say is they're a they're a pyramid scheme. That's what it sounds like. Well, they're trying to say like we're we're the, we're the parent company, and these smaller companies are what your issue is. But right. if you're the parent company, that's like saying my kid's the one that broke your window. I didn't. Yeah, it's like saying I'm going to sue YouTube when in actuality you're suing Google. Yeah, you sue Google for something YouTube did, but then Alphabet says I'm not that, and then Google, it's like what? <laughs> um, internet, phone, and TV co- companies. Customers deal with CenturyLink, though. The old URLs for Quest and Embark simply redirect to CenturyLink.com. For example, CenturyLink, or for example, CenturyLink also filed a motion to halt uh, discovery in the case until blah, blah, blah. You know what? Most of this I don't have to read. So basically, (laughs) (laughs) as a former customer, (laughs) I'm going to tell you like this. CenturyLink is bad, not not just because their service is horrible, because... Their service is horrible. <laughs> um, let, let, me, let me tell you like this. I, I had the fastest internet CenturyLink provided in my area. Now, I don't live in rural fucking Idaho. I live in the Phoenix metropolitan area. The also, sixth, no, also known as buttfuck Egypt. No. The sixth <laughs> largest metropolitan area in the country. It's, it's, a, it's a big place. It's not, it's not some rural area. It's not LA, it's not New York City, but it's a big place. Fastest I was getting on paper was 20 down <laughs> and and like 1.5 megs up because uh, up speeds on DSL will be slow. It's just the technology can't handle it. Um, in actuality, I was getting usually around 11 to 13 and 0.39 up. <laughs> Then I switched to, and I'll, I'll name drop like a motherfucker, Cox Communications. You understand? C-O-X Communications. And now I got about 429 down. <laughs> now, granted, I have the most expensive one on Cox, but that's funny because it's the same fucking price <laughs> as what I was paying. And here's the funny thing. I'm paying, I'll say right, I don't fucking care. Here's just a roundabout number. I won't give you the exacts, but 150 Okay, for this not including my, um, I just got a security system with them. We'll keep that out. So 150, that's telephone, house phone, um, internet, that super fast speed internet, and, and cable TV with all the fucking channels. Was We don't play games. Okay. CenturyLink, I was paying $102. It's cheaper, but it was only for the shitty internet. It wasn't for anything else. 
Are you seeing where the issue lies here? Okay. <laughs> are you seeing what he's putting down? So that's the, are you picking up what I'm putting down? Now that's the, that's the service. The service for, for CenturyLink is, is shit. First of all, they use a, a technology that shouldn't be around anymore. It's shit. Then also, their customer I'm service. I'm confused. Is it shit? It's shit. Okay. Their customer service is just as bad. It's. Oh, he would tell me the stories. Oh my God. I call, first of all, I have never, ever called some, called CenturyLink, and I've called CenturyLink many times. I've never called them and got an intelligent human being. They're all dumb. They, they're, they don't know what they're doing. Let's say ignorant. I don't know if they're intelligent in, in life, but they don't understand their job at all. And they talk to you like you're super stupid. Like I would call and go, I've already unplugged the router. I've already cycled this. I've already done that. I've already done all the weird shit you're going to tell me to do. It ain't working. It ain't working because your shit's trash. So are we going to fix it or what? Well, I can send a technician out. <laughs> oh. And they never send a technician. It's always a contractor. He's always a dick. And he never knows how to fucking fix anything. Here come Cox Communications, local cable company. I've met three people from them because, like I said, I got the um, security system, and that's a separate. But they, obviously, it's a little bit more of a sensitive thing, so they have their own little people that come out for that and stuff like that. Every single person knew exactly what they were doing. They were polite. They got things done quickly. Answered all my questions, no problems. I've had not one issue. There was a there was a little issue on the first day, but it wasn't. <laughs> it was a little down. You know, that was it, funny. It, that was funny. It happens, you know. <laughs> but um. Everything's working splendidly, and it's super quick, and it's ridiculous. CenturyLink can suck my dick. <laughs> Anytime someone says CenturyLink, I tell them it's fucking horrifying. That if you, if the only if the only choice you have is CenturyLink, because what CenturyLink will do is they'll get these apartment complexes and they'll make them sign a deal. Well, they won't make them, but they'll offer them a deal to sign where they'll they'll won't. They won't wire for for the cable companies. You can only get CenturyLink. That's where I lived. It was that's all I could get was CenturyLink. If your only choice is CenturyLink, find out where the local library is and go there for the internet. Don't even bother. That's how bad it is. Between no internet and CenturyLink internet, opt for no internet. Read a book. <laughs> it's it's not fucking. Up, use your update update your phone's data plan to unlimited. Get the unlimited plan. You'll save money and it will be faster. <laughs> If you and I was actually, if there wasn't so many people in my house, I would have done that. If it was just me and my wife, and maybe like a little kid or something, I I would have just upgraded both of our phones to unlimited and turned the fucking internet off. <laughs> it's not fucking worth it. But whatever. But now I don't have to worry about them. And I call we called them to cancel uh, last weekend because <laughs> I reminded you. Because you reminded me, <laughs> yes. And let me tell you this: I put it on speakerphone. Because first of all, my wife set up the fucking account, so they won't talk to me. Mm-hmm. It's a, no, we tell them every time, but they don't care. They don't want to talk to me. They only want to talk to my wife. Oh, that's fine. So she log in, whatever. And I go, hi, um, I'm Adam Riley. And she goes, oh, I need to talk to uh, I'm like, I know. You need to talk to the person who doesn't pay the bill. Uh, here she is. <laughs> and she says, blah, blah, blah. So I go, okay, how can I help you? We'd like to cancel our service today. And we're both smiling. Like so happy, I'm like oh, um, is there anything I can do to help you keep service? 
Uh, no, because I just signed up for Cox Communications and it's about a million times better than your service. And this is the greatest day of my life. <laughs> and they go, oh, uh, okay, well, what if I gave you a discount? And I'm like, nope. There is no, I said, you could literally give me your service for free and I will still say no. <laughs> and she says, okay, fine. And then she just cancels it. And I said, okay, I'll probably have to call back because you'll most likely still charge me <laughs> and I'll have to cancel it again. But I'm still happy that this happened and you have a great day. <laughs> and she was like, okay. And she just rushed off the phone right. and I guarantee They'll send me a bill for another month and I'll have to call and I have to dispute it and blah, blah, blah. Because everything about them is horrifying. They they billed me one time. I look at the bill and they charge me for two modems. Because two modems. One, their modem broke. And then I said, okay, why well, need a new one? You know, we'll mail one out to you. Took about seven days. Couldn't even Couldn't even express that for me. Came to my mailbox, you know. Um, I sent their modem back in, and they received it. And then they charged me the $10 charge twice for renting the modem because I didn't buy their modem. Cox doesn't charge me for their modem. I don't know why they did, but whatever. Um, I call up and I go, excuse me, you charged me twice for the modem charge. I'm going to need you to take one of those off. I'm like, well, how many modems do you have? And I go... One. <laughs> and they're like, oh, are you sure? Sometimes they put one upstairs. I'm like, they never do that because you would never have more than one modem unless you had two lines. Right. How many lines do I have on the account? And he says one. And I go, okay. So why would I have two modems? It's like, well, are you using one as, as a, a range extender? No. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. I know what's in my home. <laughs> Fuck CenturyLink. I'm done. <laughs> All That's right. it. That's it for this week. All right. All right. Hey, before you go, uh, before we get into that, um, <laughs> I saw I saw this uh, this uh, this uh, Instagram. Hey YouTube, maybe you um, don't put, maybe don't put ads before first aid videos. Uh, I don't have time to watch a Red Lobster ad when my grand is choking on a fishbone. Wow. <laughs> Are they for real with that? <laughs> Probably not, but still, it's pretty funny. I think they're for real with that. <laughs> I want I want them to be for real with that because yeah. that's funny. <laughs> so that's it for this week, guys. Guys and gals. Guys and gals. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Please give us all the ratings, okay? Just fucking face fuck the shit out of the rating button. Jesus. Okay, I said it. I'm a, I'm still a little agitated about the CenturyLink thing. <laughs> really, I couldn't tell. Right, or on iTunes, of course, wherever you get the show. I don't care. They all have ratings. Um, if you're if you're new to the show, you can definitely catch all the old episodes, um, on Stitcher, Apple Podcast app, uh, and Google Play Music, as well as our website, thelazygeeks.com. Uh, we are on social media, even though we just bash the shit out of it. Um, <laughs> Twitter and Instagram. Uh, under the lazy geeks that's all one word of course and don't forget to follow our facebook and google plus pages we want some feedback so send it to the geeks at the lazy geeks.com 
And you can find me on the interwebs on Twitter at a middle age geek, Instagram middle age underscore geek. You can also check out our, my other podcast, just another podcast is a weekly podcast, which Adam and I host, where we discuss life, pop culture, politics, conspiracy theories, and other nonsensical topics, as well as the Cineplay Movie Podcast, a podcast for true cinephiles. You can find both shows separately on the Apple Podcast app, Stitcher, and Google Play Music, or you can find them over there at the blog at it's not just another blog dot com. Oh, yeah, I'm on uh, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter <laughs> at SapienTLG, and you can email me at adam at thelazygeeks.com. And if you have CenturyLink stories you want to share with Adam, hit him up on the social media or send him an email. We'll, we'll read those on the show. Please don't send me those. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I'm done with it. I don't want to fucking hear it anymore. Okay. <laughs> Uh, be sure to stay tuned for on Friday for our latest adventure on the away team. Also, our 300th episode is approaching, so we want to hear from you. Send comments, emails, or even leave us a voicemail at 818-495-5637. Uh, we will share that all on the episode. So that is it for us this week. So until next time, peace out. Peace out.